Association. 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 That was such uber ponage. Hello, fellow nerds from the studios of WBNS Radio in Columbus, Ohio. This is the Nerd Association Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Barnett. And I'm your other host, Mark Finch. Daniel, we just had the the big game. It just went by. But what do you think of when I say Super Bowl ads? Well, uh, you know, for some people, I think a lot of people, they are the bigger portion of that Sunday night viewing experience. You and I talked a little bit before we started recording. I'm a person that didn't get into sports much until I started doing news and then had to know something about sports. Um, And even then, still haven't paid as much attention to the commercials except for like, you know, seeing them on the, oh, what were the five best commercials on YouTube or like on a news special the next morning? I remember my mom used to always watch the Today Show and like it would be the day after the Super Bowl and they'd be like, yeah, "Yeah, the Patriots won or whatever. But look at all this list of commercials. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They've become like their own pop culture sort of thing. Um, Yeah. And every year people want to talk about how much it costs. There's now, you know, I don't know how long this has been going on, but there's now this thing where in the weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, there are like teaser commercials. And and now they even just sometimes they just release it on like a week early. Yeah. And it's like, well, then now I've and then when I, you know, see it on the Super Bowl, I'm like, well, I've already seen this commercial. It's not even a teaser. It's just the whole commercial, which I guess if you're going to spend this much production time and to put it on the Super Bowl and all that stuff that it makes sense to just get it out there as much as you can. But it makes it less exciting when you watch it live. I mean, we're an instant gratification culture, right? <laughs> right. So, but anyway, we decided that uh, we are going to take a look this week on Nerd Association, since it is such a big part of pop culture. Um, I took, I counted 68 commercials. I tried to take at least a few sketching notes on each one of them. We're going to talk today about our our favorites and our least favorites and kind of the general, you know, the the feeling of the Super Bowl commercials this year was was different, (laughs) kind of addressing that. And as you're listening, feel free to tweet in any of your favorites or ones you disagree with us or anything like that, or also classic ones, too. We'll get to some of those as well. Yeah. So you and I had said we'd like to try to guess maybe before the lists aren't going to be in any particular order, but like ones that we thought of the other person would like, or you had mentioned to me, maybe there was one that you thought I definitely wouldn't like. So yes, <laughs> let's just start there. Let's start with one. I know you wouldn't like, because it's a callback to a nerd association episode. Okay. Hit me. I, I wrote this down. I said, I know Daniel hated the Will Ferrell electric vehicle, Norway <laughs> one. You know what's, I mean, I didn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely thought of you. That was one of the commercials that I thought you're well, going to. Because he ends up in like Scandinavia again. I'm like, does Will Ferrell really like that portion of, you know, Northwestern Europe or something? He seems to. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm guessing it was just an excuse for him to do that again. What's the note that I made about that commercial was that's the funniest Will Ferrell's ever been. <laughs> and I still just was kind of like, okay. <laughs> to me but i thought you know who's loving this commercial right now is mark finch because it's, it's it's will ferrell it's scandinavia uh the only thing i i'm not a huge fan of aquafina though and she was in it briefly so that that, that brought it down for me i actually like the, the it kind of had a companion one yeah and i like that one better the the edgar scissorhands one yeah, with yeah, timothy yeah. chalamet and winona Ryder. i like that one better because 
one Edward Scissorhands is a fun movie and just such a weird, you know, when Tim Burton was still good. So to bring that back and uh, Timothy Chalamet, like it, the biggest thing that stood out to me was that was all GM pushing their electric vehicles. And right. I think the Edward Scissorhands one was specifically Cadillac. Yeah. Um, but like, man, the star power they paid for, they really want people to take notice that they have electric vehicles too now. I thought that was maybe not to get ahead of ourselves, but I know the Super Bowl always has like star studded commercials, but I was really surprised by the number of times I was watching a commercial and went, wait, is that it's insert? And of course, there was a commercial expressly about that. Um, yeah, where they I, I wrote this that out. down as one I thought you would like the doppelgangers. One. Oh, I love that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did. I thought that, and especially the reveal of who was actually Chris Walken in that was very good to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did, you know, Don Cheadle being the real one. Um, I, so, uh, I, I picked the Will Ferrell commercial as one that I thought you would like. Um, I also picked the one with, uh, I think it was for Rocket Mortgage. Yeah. With, with Tracy uh, Morgan and Joey Bosa. Because mm-hmm. I could just see you, if nothing else, just the mention of Joey Bosa and then him showing up and flipping a car felt like a thing that Mark Finch would enjoy. Well, I knew that one was coming, too, because I didn't know exactly what it was going to be, but I knew it was coming because it was teased on Twitter that it was uh, Tracy Morgan standing next to Joey Bosa. And he's like, I'm going to be on a commercial with Joey Bosa, one of the best defensive players. And Joey Bosa goes, and I'm going to be in a commercial with Tracy Morgan. <laughs> and that was and, then, yeah. and he's like hey you got to say something but uh so and because of my job you know anything that has to do with the buckeye that gets put on twitter eventually comes across my screen right and i see it so i knew that one was coming but i like those ones uh it was interesting to me i feel like streaming reinvigorates uh the celebrity of a person because 30 rock has recently been put on prime and i've actually been binging it just randomly putting it on i really like that show i think it's really funny and uh i'm like well tracy morgan who you know kind of was out of has been out of the spotlight because he had that car accident and everything and he he's going to be in the new uh the sequel to coming to america but still he's not like a top of mind star but i think they probably saw that like hey people are going to remember him right now because there's probably a fair amount of people watching 30 rock on amazon i could be looking too much into it but that's just a thought i had no i think you're probably well and you have to think about all the commercials we saw for streaming services obviously these streaming services are playing a big role in super bowl commercials now and i think people realize that like that's the zeitgeist so that actually brings me to another point i thought you would like this one but like the second character in a very popular sitcom appeared in a lot of commercials you got tracy morgan in yeah. Rocket Mortgage, mm-hmm. you've got Jason Alexander in the Tide ad with the Jason Alexander sweatshirt. With that, which that was one I wrote down as I thought you might like. Yes, I correct. thought that one was pretty funny, where they kept changing his face and everything, and then at the end he finally does show up, and he's like, "You can't just wear my face." And he's doing, you know, a, a George, the George Costanza. thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the other one, the I think it was the next commercial break after that, and I I particularly like this one, the uh, Brad Garrett Jimmy's John's I, one. I wrote that down as one I was like, I thought that you would enjoy. That just struck. <laughs> me is like this is the this is something chops would like yeah i saw it again yesterday and i was i was watching it a little more closely and i was like yeah i really like this one it's just the way you know like he he doesn't he mispronounces jimmy john's yeah jimmy's john (laughs) it's just and it's just you know over the top like he's like this like sandwich mafia guy so i like that one but it was like the it was the super bowl ads of second characters and sitcoms yeah um i I also just before we get too far away from it i always 
like to see Brad Garrett playing like animated characters because he always played as Robert on Everybody Loves Raymond. He was always mm-hmm. quite like as boring and drab as possible most of the time. Yeah. So anyway, that's just a little side note. Um, I did love the the Tide commercial with Jason Alexander. And did you realize that the, th- the music was the greatest American hero, believe it or not, which was the voicemail that, well, not the back then it was the answering machine tape that George recorded for his answering machine. Really? Believe it or not, George isn't at home, so leave a <laughs> message after the beep. Yeah, and I, I thought that was a nice little a nice little Easter egg. I've ne- I, I, yeah, I've never seen that episode of Seinfeld. I've seen a fair amount of Seinfeld, but I'm not like an every episode guy, so I'm not an expert on it. It reminds me of, uh, do you know Adam Sandler's answering machine in uh, Big Daddy? No, I, th- that doesn't... It's- I know that probably wouldn't register with you, but I wanted to check. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it, it, it's Van Halen's jump, and it, and it's it's Van Halen. It's the song, and it goes, and they're like, "Might as well." And then he goes, "Leave a message." <laughs> well, I, so, think, I don't know. I thought that one's pretty funny. I believe the gag in the Seinfeld episode was that he has this like super long, elaborate um, answering machine, like you know, callback message, and someone's uh-huh. trying to leave him an emergency message. <laughs> And so it's like, you know, it's it's like 90 <laughs> seconds long and someone's like, damn it, George. I just... <laughs> so that's uh, that's something that's been pointed out before about Seinfeld, too, is like so many of the plots would be solved by cell phones. Yeah, there's like so many <laughs> scenes. And that's true of all 90s shows, like so many scenes of like people at pay phones and stuff like yeah. that. And yeah, uh, but that's a weird thing about uh, these Super Bowl commercials kind of wrapping it back there is like how most of it seems like they they love to just make references to things you know and i guess because we're in the age of uh nostalgia and everything Mm -hmm. like that so they just love i mean most i feel like half the ones we've mentioned so far have been that or maybe all of them i mean the doppelgangers one is at least nostalgia for the actual stars i would say at least 75 percent of the super bowl commercials were about touching that nostalgia nerve in people and and Mm -hmm. i i don't know if that's because they're like trying to really hammer home i don't know right now companies probably just want to make you feel like you felt before the world changed big time yeah um and i think there's a lot of distrust of companies right now uh you know what i mean (laughs) that they feel that they need to give you those good warm fuzzies and i guess this might be the point to talk about Uh, super bowl commercials were a little different this year um and there was, uh, I think most of the time people remember. Just like everything's a little different this yeah. year, but we're in it together. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Um, <laughs> I, I think, you know, so much of the time in like previous years, Super Bowl commercials are usually remembered because of how funny they are or like how inventive they are. And yeah, there were certainly those entries, which I feel like are probably going to be some of our favorites, but there were just some grown worthy commercials. And usually the like more touching ones are the ones that try to pull at your heartstrings are more like big picture yeah type stuff like father's son or like getting a puppy or you know things like that that aren't like super hyper specific to something that most people well this year everybody's going through right, right. now uh, yeah and i just felt like too that there was all this hype about companies like they're going to give up ad time in the super bowl they're not going to put their they're going to pay for ads that tell people to get vaccinated or tell people to wear masks or thanking frontline workers. And I'm not saying that those things are bad, but I'm going to tell you the commercial that just made me want to gag 
was the one that everyone talked was the Bruce Springsteen Jeep commercial. I was I, mean, I, I wasn't even gonna guess it, but I I knew that's where you were going. I was it just and I'm not and I don't hate Jeep and I don't hate Bruce Springsteen. I don't particularly like either of those things, but I don't hate them. Um, I just felt like it was. I'm not, and I'm not saying that this isn't the time for unity. I'm not even making that argument. Just everything about that commercial felt like, uh, like unearnest, disingenuous shilling, and I hated it. <laughs> yeah, just just straight up pandering. Yeah, to, pandering. You know, and it, it's like, yeah, these messages are good, but you're not saying it because you care about this message because you sh- you flash the Jeep logo at the end of a two minute long Bruce Springsteen monologue while he drives a Jeep around, you know, Kansas. Which yeah, again, it's... nothing against Kansas. Um, <laughs> just everything about it to me was disingenuous, and so and it was like two minutes long too. Yeah. It was. I don't know if the I've. I know there's a two minute long extended cut. So I don't remember specifically if the one they showed on the Super Bowl was the one minute version or the two minute version. Sure. But either way, it was a it was a drag of a commercial, yeah. and it also something that did not help these commercials, uh, the ones that are more earnest or trying to be, is the game itself was boring. They, yeah, and so you're not on the you're not like on the edge of your seat excited for the game, and then you see this one that kind of brings you back down. You're already kind of lethargic. You just ate a bunch of wings or whatever you had, and then you're seeing this kind of downer of a commercial that you just you know you just don't buy its sincerity. Yeah, and there was one commercial that benefited from the fact that the Jeep commercial existed. Had had the Jeep commercial not existed, the uh, gr- like grown worthiest commercial would have gone to Robin Hood which holy cow that commercial was made after before the first the last couple of weeks wasn't it yeah it had to be i don't i'm sure i i don't i don't remember specifically the robin hood one but what was that one if you describe it i think it's just like you we could put investing the control of investing in your hands you can invest whenever you want however you want and it was just like oh god you know, you you might have considered reshooting something or overdubbing it with different narration or anything mm-hmm. <laughs> like do something to save this commercial because it's a bad look right now. <laughs> yeah, like, you don't you, the, everything is so digital now. You could have made some changes. You couldn't just I can't. Yeah, that's I work that's in this industry. You could have just had a different voiceover and it probably would have worked because the images were so generic, like a mom working to clean up the dishes while getting the kids ready, like a dad yeah, with, I mean, uh, holding a baby like exact, late at night. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds exactly like the Indeed commercial. You could swap the two images of those ones and they'd be the same commercial now. I'm glad you brought that up because there were a few commercials that I thought did did earnest very well. There were some okay. commercials that that hit it, that really got it. And to me, they were the companies you wouldn't expect, which are indeed I thought that commercial was was subtle genius in the way that it it uh, tackled a lot of racial and like um, ethnic stereotypes mm-hmm. and in, in the way that it like framed particular people with particular concepts was very clever. And in a good, I say like it was good. It was combating like these bad stereotypes. 
one thing I liked about it too was uh, how they like juxtaposed how like you can be you can like be down and out, but like you can you know still go out and get that job. Like the one they because they showed like people at the beginning of their job search and then like getting the job. Yeah. And like the one that stuck out to me was like the guy who was just like laying in bed with just his face illuminated by his screen. Yeah. And he just like clicked apply, and then at the end he's like in a suit like doing a video interview. And I thought that was I, I don't know that that did stick out to me. Yeah, I, I thought it 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 hit the mark better than most commercials uh, as far as like doing earnest very well and very sincerely. Um, While we're talking about jobs, yeah. I want to say one that that I think is ridiculous. Okay. Now, <laughs> it's great if you have a hobby and you want to you and you think you're good enough to monetize it. That's there's nothing wrong with that. But the idea that Square Pay, Squarespace is incentivizing or telling you that you need a side hustle and you also need to work five to nine after working nine to five <laughs> and make your website and somehow and like no don't make side hustles a normal thing people should have a job that pays them enough to live their life mark i think the point was that you can you you can turn your side hustle into your main hustle i think the point of is that, that commercial is that yeah <laughs> Also, I don't know. Jump, I, jumping but they on, said five to nine. They made it. I don't know. I didn't like it. Well, but they kept swapping nine to five with five to nine throughout the commercial. So the idea is like you can make your your hobby into your occupation if you want to using Squarespace. Um, also, <laughs> riding on the popularity of Do Dolly Parton right now, who is just America's sweetheart at the moment. Um, she she can do no wrong. Correct. At this point, it seems like. And that woman is seventy five years old. Sounds great. She's she's knocking it out of the park. Real proud of Dolly. She did like four Christmas specials this year. I, I, I hadn't paid attention, but good for her. Um, another surprise entry in the the earnest category, which I wouldn't have expected, <laughs> was WeatherTech. Ernest goes to the Super Bowl. Ernest goes to the Super Bowl. Was WeatherTech, who had commercials that were just like the guy who's like, I'd wear my WeatherTech shirt anywhere and meant it. <laughs> he wasn't yeah I mean, it was it was just like employees talking about weather tech and like made in america stuff and I, yeah. I thought it was a good commercial i thought it was an odd choice to be their super bowl commercial because it's like you pay so much for that and it was there was no there was no fireworks or circumstance but to i them. but i think that's what made it so earnest is they were just like we're gonna take some of our real employees and put them on the super bowl and i think that's why it was like all right, WeatherTech, I don't know anything about your products, but I might look now. <laughs> um, and then I'll tell you the one that I wouldn't have expected to get to me was the Vince Lombardi hologram commercial by the NFL. I thought that one was creepy. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the holograms creep me out. Oh, I, I, I was like, that to me, that was anytime you can see how history rhymes with itself or like yeah. that speech inadvertently is like a really good speech for this time and especially with it being vince lombardi and you know the super bowl um mm -hmm. for those who are not sports aficionados the trophy at the super bowl is the lombardi trophy which is named after vince lombardi like huge the packers right the packers won the first super bowl and he was the coach of the packers yeah he so he's like he's the coach in football when you look at like who you know yeah. who's the best coach he's going to be a guy up there if you look at if you look at like the the architects of football it's like john heisman vince lombardi they're up there mm -hmm. so anyway i that one got i thought was a like a nice 
I, 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 I do like the words. You're right about the speech. Yeah. I just thought specifically the, the hologram, hologram was creepy. Okay, I, I can get behind that. <laughs> now, the CBS Sports commercial where um, we just got to listen to Tom Brady's parents call him Tommy over and over again made me want to vomit <laughs> into my lap. Um, but that's partially because I hate Tom Brady more than most humans. There was a there was also like a pregame thing. This wasn't even a commercial. This was just like part of the pregame. It was in the last like 30 minute run up where it just had a bunch of parents talking about how proud they were. Their kids were playing. And I'm like, this yeah. is great. But I'm like, what is this offering? There was one parent who was like, people say they don't know how you're going to feel if your son's in the Super Bowl. And I'm like, I bet that's the commercial. <laughs> that's the commercial oh, that I'm is? talking okay. about. And the guy you're talking about saying that was Tom Brady's dad, who was like, <laughs> you're going to know. I was like, shut up. Uh, you I now I see why your son's so obnoxious. <laughs> Everyone else in that commercial was fine to me. I didn't have a problem with the concept. I just for those who don't yeah. know, I hate Tom Brady. I don't use the word hate. Like that's a word that I don't like because I think it's too strong most of the time. Yeah. If I even in my professional context, hey, uh, overlords who oversee my job, listen to me right now and make help me make good decisions. If ever, in, even in the professional context of my job, I met Tom Brady, I would punch that man in the face as hard as I could, knowing I would lose my job and knowing I'd probably go to jail for a while. But it would feel good for me and for a lot of other people. So I would And be, you'd probably break your hand on his chiseled jaw. I would be the martyr that everyone had wanted this whole time. So I just want to throw that out there. Um you know okay i feel better now that i said that should we uh, i'm not as big of a hater on tom brady as everybody oh, is i, I don't him. know i i don't i don't particularly like him but I, I don't know what it is it's i think it's part of it is the impressiveness of him still being this good as he ages and every other quarterback falls off at this age and that it it is annoying though that it like gives validity to his stupid tb12 method that it's like i guess it works I mean, it seems like overkill, but it's working. For all of the reasons, I don't want to get into all of them because I feel like <laughs> it's a pretty divisive topic once I get into the nitty gritty. But let me just say this. Tom Brady likes to play the victim and is one of the most like successful, well-paid, well-backed-up quarterbacks in history. And yeah. so I, every time he plays the victim, I it's, it's just one of the big problems in our society, and it makes me want to punch him because he's like the patron saint of victimized, privileged white men. <laughs> Quote, unquote, victimized, privileged white men. So there you With go. seven Super Bowls. With, oh, is... everyone is a hater and a doubter. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people pay millions of dollars to make sure you keep winning rings, dude. Yeah, and it's been a long time since you were a, a sixth-round draft pick or whatever. Yeah, like, get over we it. We can get over that narrative. Like, you're not that anymore. Whatever. Anyway, I you're making. I I'm too mad right now. I want to talk about funny stuff. Um, um, <laughs> another one that was uh that was earnest that I thought yeah. that I actually wrote down as one I thought you might like was the Toyota's upstream one with the uh, yeah. Jessica Long, the Paralympic athlete. I thought that was very cool. Um, I mm -hmm. I like. I think. That's how you do earnest correctly is you don't take like super wealthy people and put them in super expensive vehicles and talk about how we all need to meet in the middle. You like take, yeah. take people who have actually had real struggles in their lives and, <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't know. Yeah. Like a, like an orphan from Siberia who lost both of her legs and overcame that to become a, you know, a, a successful Paralympic athlete. Yeah. That's no. somebody that, yes, I would like to be inspired by. Correct. Amen. Um, I also want to say that I appreciated, uh, speaking of like athletes getting their due, I appreciated that by my calculation, Serena Williams was the most featured celebrity 
<clears throat> I thought me. so too. Now one of them was a doppelganger. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was the most featured celebrity in like mm-hmm. many different companies' um, advertisements. She was in a she was in a Michelob. She was in a Nintendo Switch one. Off the top of my head, I remember those two. Speaking of beer, the uh, I did like. Not all of theirs, but the Anheuser Busch, the Let's Grab a Beer one. Yeah, I like that one. That was nice. I thought yeah, yeah. it was it was a nice sort of heartwarming. All right, chops. I think we've we've uh, dithered around long enough. Okay, uh, let's start talking about some of our top five in no particular order. I say we do it. Why don't uh, as the originator of this topic? Why don't you go ahead? My, uh, they aren't really in a particular order, but this one stuck out to me as my favorite just because it combined things I like. I like the Muppets in Sesame Street and I like David Diggs. <laughs> so put them in a DoorDash commercial. I don't even care. It could have been a commercial for anything and I would have liked that one. So that was one of my favorites where he's walking around the neighborhood and he's like, uh, you know, support your, you know, your local eateries, which that I have a, DoorDash kind of like destroys restaurants and, you know, they yeah. like strangle them with fees and stuff like that. So, okay, sure, DoorDash. But I did like the commercial. If I had to pick one favorite, and I'm surprised you didn't pick this as one that you thought I would like. Uh, I'm not offended. I'm just surprised. The uh, Four Seasons Total Landscaping Press Conference commercial by Fiverr. <laughs> I missed that one That's in real time. So I've seen good. it now. Um, but at, when I saw it, and I actually saw it yesterday, uh, it was probably like on a YouTube video or something that I saw it, and I was like, oh, I should have put that in my notes, but I, I missed it in real time. Oh, it was, I just, the thing too was I, it took me a few moments to believe that that was the commercial they were making, <laughs> and then I was like, they're doing it. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a pretty good one. I thought, yeah, for all the reasons, and just Have like, you ever used Fiverr for anything? I haven't. I'm familiar with Fiverr. I just haven't ever yeah, used so it for anything. I. Um, I've never used it. Have you ever put any of your talents on Fiverr? No, I'm worth much more than that. <laughs> okay. I, I, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that, is a, that is a complete joke. I am not worth more than $5. <laughs> well, I mean, also, you do know that it's you, it's not like a $5 maximum, right? Yeah, okay. I suppose. <laughs> all right. All right. Sorry. I'm the enemy of fun. I know. All right. Back to you. What do you got? Uh, another one for me that uh, stood out was the was the State Farm stand-in ones. Yeah. <laughs> it brought in all the star power. So you had Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers throughout the season in that one. And how perfect for them. One wins the MVP. One is one of the quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. So yeah. that, you, I mean, it wasn't a very, they weren't very far reaches for good picks, but it worked out perfectly that this year they paid those two guys to be in their commercials. They couldn't have been bigger stars. And then you had Paul Rudd drop in and, uh, and then Drake was the Jake from state farms stand in. He wouldn't let him say it. And yeah. And Drake from state farm is a very funny thing that somebody thought of in the shower and was yes. like, you know what we should do? <laughs> you know who we should call Drake's people. Uh, yeah, uh, no, I, I, I was, I thought that. And was I like it. how Drake just like showed. I mean, they, I think he just showed up and they put a red shirt on him because he still had like a heart shaved into his hair. Yeah. Like he was just like, I'm not doing anything but showing up for your commercial. Yeah, and didn't have to learn any lines at all. <laughs> just probably, yeah, you're he right. Just, he was probably there for apple. Ten, he was there for ten minutes. Yeah, um, a, a commercial uh, talking about nostalgia. And uh, having Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher in a commercial with Shaggy about Cheetos was everything about the 90s to me. 
Uh, and like that, that 90s commercial. Uh, yeah, yeah, that 90s. Or maybe it might be maybe it was 2000s that like that 70s it show was, went. Split I think it was the, a little it, it, it went over the. OK. Yeah. The that new year. But I loved that. And I especially loved Ashton not being able to sing, but embracing it. <laughs> like, he, I mean, he went for it. I appreciate that. Um, I thought that commercial was great. And Shaggy just loving, just loving it. You can tell. I like how I like how Shaggy like it. It works technically, and he's like, "That's the first time that's worked." And it's like, really, you that was your advice to your buddy in the situation <laughs> that the song depicts, but you thought that like, "Oh, it's crazy! It worked for a snack food." <laughs> I mean, he didn't. It probably it would not have worked the first time. In the song, it would not have worked. Like no, it's a, it's a it's a ridiculous piece of advice. If I went to a friend and he's like, "Just say it wasn't you," it's like, "What? That's not that's not really why I'm here, man." Like, it's it obviously was me. Yeah, she caught me on camera. Like, yeah, exactly. It, she did photo enhancement. Um, yeah, no, I, I I that one tickled my my nostalgia bone. All right, uh, these ones. Uh, this is sort of a grouping. I thought T-Mobile hit it out of the park. Uh, yeah. They had three of them. One was, I don't know if it was during the Super Bowl. It was kind of pre-Super Bowl, but it was like how why Brady came back to play. Yeah. And it was him talking to Gronk and it gets, the video call gets cut out. So it makes it sound like he should, he should come back. Uh, and then they did the same thing with how Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. Yeah. I thought they together. were, I thought they were very clever commercials. I was, yeah. in, I was and then the fan. Anthony Anderson versus his mom and Travis Kelsey yeah. in the flag football game was because he's like he's winning and then she just brings in Kelsey <laughs> and they just dominate him. And that little like he's not even related to us and the eyebrow from him <laughs> I thought was was cheeky. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I thought as a group they did they did very well um also when i was watching that one i looked at jayla and i was like you know i haven't really paid much attention to gwen stefani in the last five years or so and i'm like she's just a beautiful woman yeah she looked really good in that commercial yeah there was uh not that i'm saying it relates specifically to that that commercial but i noticed how many celebrities have had work done while watching the uh the the super bowl (laughs) um let's see i'm looking at my list here Uh, you know this one might surprise you. I'm a oh. I'm a sucker for a commercial that has um, Peyton Manning in it, and okay. I'm a, particularly a sucker for commercials where they just get a bunch of old football players together and let them have fun. And so for that reason, the Lay's commercial with Marshawn Lynch doing it was the night before the Super Bowl, and the Mannings and Joe Montana and Jerry Rice and Aikman, Bettis, Bradshaw, yada yada. I just I just thought that was a fun commercial. I was into, I just liked seeing these old guys have fun for, you know, whatever amount of time. (laughs) Bring them all together. Have a good time. That was, uh, it was quite the, because they had the hall of fame guys there as well. So you had, I mean, you just had at, at the actual Super Bowl just some guys, but it's, it's crazy to me. Like, that's another thing that's so annoying about Tom Brady. He's just like, give it up, man. Like all these guys that were going into the hall of fame were contemporaries of his. Right. And there he is playing in the game while they're all enough years out of the NFL. I think it's five to be in the hall of fame. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. What is he trying to prove at this point? You've won it. And now you've done it with two teams. Like to me, that's like retire. Like what else do you have to What else is there left? Yeah. Agreed. Gosh, you're making me mad again. What What do you have? <laughs> Say something funny. Um, 
the uh i, I enjoyed the paramount mountain ones that, yeah. that had like a, a three you know a ton of star power and everything i'm not sure if i'm gonna subscribe to paramount plus but i, I like those ones and then man they did the weekend dirty on that by bringing by bringing spongebob up with uh <laughs> what is it sweet victory in a plan because everybody always jokes about like that should be the halftime show and they do that right before the weekend performs yeah speaking of that what did you think of the halftime performance i, I mean i liked it. i liked the weekend i like his music i thought given the the challenges they certainly had to have had doing the production mm-hmm. i thought it was good i also yeah, that's the biggest thing that stood out is i don't think they were able to bring in another musical act which is something that normally happens right like, a surprise musical act shows up and comes out with their guitar or whatever. Well, and I read an article that the weekend put seven million dollars of his own money into making that happen, hmm. which good seems, I mean, not good for him, but like the NFL can't afford to like really go all out on a, a halftime show. I guess it's yeah, Pep- I guess it's Pepsi that sponsors it, but still, good grief. Anywho, yeah, I wonder like, and I wonder how much it like caught like how much did the sponsor pay so like how much of that seven like 25 million i believe was the figure i saw for how much the halftime show cost which also he added another quarter a little more over a little more than a quarter in 25 total yeah so he put about a third a little less than a third 25 total yeah 25 total that includes his seven okay yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah that would be about a third i just I thought it was I thought it was good. I think as far it reminded me more of like a VMA performance and that was probably because of the limitations, sure. but like it didn't have the huge spectacle that makes really memorable Super Bowl halftime performances. But yeah. I like his music and it's uh I do think he's just repackaging 80s music and delivering it to a new generation and not telling them where his inspiration is coming from. I don't and think I, there's any I, doubt as to where his inspiration's coming from, Chops. I don't well, think yeah, he's, but I, take I don't issue think he's hiding with, it. I take issue with there being young kids who probably like the weekend's music who would look down on 80s music. And I'm like, this is just straight up 80s music being pushed back out. So everyone, I want you to I want you to um, witness a moment with me, which is that Chops is now old enough to get disgruntled (laughs) by the youth. But he's not but he's not yet old and wise enough to realize that it's inevitable no matter what. (laughs) So I just want everyone to be in this moment with me. All right, let's go back to recording nerd association. Um, <laughs> now, I, I, like I said, given given the circumstances, I like you know he cited Michael Jackson and Diana Ross as inspirations, like particularly their 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 Super Bowl halftime performances. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought again, given the circumstances, he knocked it out of the park. And all of his backup dancers were wearing masks, so that's good. Right. I thought that was a nice little that was a nice <laughs> little uh, but but they made it part of the costume. So not only yeah. was it clever, but it was also like, hey, wear your mask. <laughs> do it how about this i had this one written yeah, down as one i it. thought you might like uh did you like the the huggies welcome to the world baby one <laughs> i thought it was uh i thought it was clever I, I i have um as a person who is like my wife and i are dinks double income no kids um <laughs> and it's not like it touched me in some sort of parental way but yeah. i thought it was a good commercial i thought it was a well-made commercial it was, it was cute I like I, I, I like how you're figuring out that I'm I'm also now to the age where I'm starting to be like oh that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, it was just a like that was one that like it did you know it had a little bit of earnest but also just you know sprinkled in some comedy. They had yeah. those like pictures of babies that were born on Sunday yeah. in the commercial. So there <laughs> there you go, Robin Hood. Not very hard to make an edit day of yeah, if you I mean, need to. I mean, the NFL commercial featured footage from the real Super Bowl as it was happening. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I can't believe we haven't talked about it yet, but the Amazon uh, Alexa commercial, the Echo commercial. Oh, yeah, that was uh, uh, that I, was quite. The... I laughed very hard at that commercial. <laughs> with the, with the husband keep rushing. He's like, no, 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 the, Alexa, no, the, don't do it. Turn the lights on. <laughs> yeah, turn the lights on. Uh, so other people use the bathroom. <laughs> Uh, we they're already sprinkled. They're already, already quite we already wet. On the sprinklers. Well, I also thought they're they're already quite wet. Was like a, <laughs> a little yeah, bit I mean, of a, it was, a cheeky it was little line. Racy for you know a, a Super Bowl ad, which is not. I mean, Amazon can I get away know with when, it. You know, yeah, what I, mean? I know what's going to happen to Amazon. So yeah, that's probably that's probably part of it. But yeah, that that was a good one. They have a Alexa somehow always has a good one. They had the one. A year or two ago where like it was a bunch of different celebrities being the voice of alexa because like alexa's voice went away yeah so that i, I remember that one yeah being kind of funny uh what did you think about the uber eats one with wayne's world and cardi b i didn't care about it it was fine it was it those was those guys look old well yeah i mean that's to be expected <laughs> i it was okay it wasn't a bad commercial it didn't make me i just felt i'm, I'm like feel apathy about it it was like I, it was super self-referential. Mm-hmm. It was it had like two washed out old guys who are I mean that I don't have hatred for them, but and then Cardi B who's like a force right now. They just yeah, like it's weird. It it had like layers of you know because it's it's a reference to the you know the original Wayne's World sketch, but then it's also a reference to the movie where they did like the the fake product placement right. scene when they're you know so they're but then also you don't need to really know any of it to still get it enough it's it's one of those commercials there it's like different people experience it in a different way yeah I, which I, I guess is true for a lot but i don't know i will tell you the commercial that fell flattest to me and not in a way that made me like feel vitriol but the commercial that fell the flattest to me was the sketchers commercial featuring tony romo because even tony romo pretending to not be cool is the least cool thing that i've ever seen <laughs> like even like him well, the, and the the other the stupid thing too was corona had a whole campaign that he couldn't be in the super bowl ad because he's calling the super bowl and who's gonna like be in for tony romo and then he was in a super bowl ad yeah it was again it was him pretending to be uncool was so uncool in a, like a very inception way yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just I, I I just looked at it and went, this is embarrassing. I would be embarrassed if I was if I were in his shoes. I mean, no pun intended, but I guess pun intended. Two food ones that fell flat for me. I'm tired of Chipotle <laughs> acting like they're saving the world by growing beans or whatever. Oh, right? you mean just you mean that like... burrito place owned by McDonald's? <laughs> yeah, right? Like just like stop it Chipotle. You make really good food. I do like Chipotle a lot, but like I don't think I'm doing any holistic thing by going to Chipotle. And that burrito is way too big for that kid. He can't even take a bite of it in the commercial. So you were the big sister in that commercial that was like, "Are you still talking?" <laughs> yeah, like are you going to finish that burrito? I'll take it off your hands. And the other food one was uh Amy Schumer shows up and reminds us that <laughs> mayonnaise makes things taste good. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I we all know. So, also, I have no love for Amy Schumer. That's another one of those comedians that people really love. And I'm just like, whatever. My wife yeah. loves Amy Schumer. Thinks that she's I thought a train wreck was good. But as like <laughs> it's gone on, she that was like that was it. That's all she had. She's Will Ferrell to me. Yeah, it's not. And I just want to point out, it's not a gendered thing. It's just like, that's how I feel about Will Ferrell. I just don't. Everyone thinks they're very funny and I don't <laughs> like that's all. 
Uh, and it's not, I'm not even trying to be cool. I just, you know, I'm, I'm, I know I'm uncool. I started a show called Nerd Association. <laughs> Here's one I saw uh, before the game, and but I still liked it, mostly because it kind of made fun of Avengers Endgame, and I thought that yes. was clever. The Bud Light Legends <laughs> one was fun. I, I thought that was great. And you, do you know what I really loved about that? That was a nice little, I mean, yes, it's an Endgame parody. They bring in the people from all the old commercials. I loved that the Bud Light Knight um, looks way more like the Mandalorian than he used to. And oh. when he gets knocked off of the cliff, he does the Wilhelm scream. Yeah. Um, which sometime we ought to do a nerd association just about Wilhelm screams. Or that- maybe like all of the overused uh, sound bites that have been around for yeah. almost 100 years or but, something. But yeah, I mean, the Wilhelm scream shows up everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. But I just thought that was a, to me, that was specifically a Star Wars reference. That is interesting that he, you're right, he does kind of look more like the Mandalorian. Obviously, when they first started him and they did a tie-in with a Super Bowl commercial with this, where he looked more Game of Thronesy, Right. And Game of Thrones is not hot anymore. So now make him look more like the Mandalorian. Why do they keep killing the Bud Knight? I don't know, man. Well, he keeps coming back. <laughs> but he keeps coming back. That's yeah. true. He's, he's invincible. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, I, I, I we can't believe we have gone this long without talking about it. But the Bud Light Seltzer commercial with the lemons, with the lemons. I'll tell you what. What a way to specifically reference all the fallout of a global pandemic without <laughs> showing people dying of a virus. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, and there's just something intrinsically funny about watching a person get pegged with a lemon falling out of the sky. Yeah. Well, and also I just, I just loved the, the moment at the end where he's like, you know, when life gives you, yes, we know the saying. Yes, we know. Uh, you know the what saying. they, you know, that guy had a name in the commercial. Not everybody in the commercial has a name, but that guy had a name. Guess who, what his name was? Mark. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to remember. I wanted to say Chad, but I felt like that was me superimposing a name there's- on him. That reminds me of, uh, I was, like I said, I've been watching 30 Rock, and there's an episode of 30 Rock where they're talking about Avatar, and the guy calls them Marines, and she's like, no, they were mercenaries, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, why would you do that? And she's like, what, are we just going to sit around and be wrong? <laughs> and I was like, that sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does sound like you. Put that in your, put that in your uh, repertoire of phrases. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I just, uh, dishonorable mention one more, if I may. Because we yes, talked about- go ahead. Uh, we talked about star-studded commercials that, you know, a lot of them work because it's just like, whoa, look at all famous people on this one. The one that I thought was j- j- eye-rolling was the Scots commercial with, you would think, with Martha Stewart and Carl Weathers and uh, some NASCAR driver and a Peloton trainer and John Travolta and Stanley mm-hmm. from The Office. You would think it could have done more than it did. <laughs> but- is is John Travolta cool again? Is a question I had while watching that. And J-Lo countered with John Travolta has always been cool. And I said, no, look at that Battlefield Earth movie or whatever it's called. Like there was a time where he was very much not cool, in my opinion. John Travolta hasn't been cool probably since Face Off for a yeah. lot of reasons. Um, a lot of them <laughs> outside of the, of the movie making realm. I, I mean, I think the thing that gives people a little more sympathy for him or like softness towards him this year. It's probably that his wife passed away, which mm-hmm. is why his daughter's in the commercial with him, I think. Um, but I don't think that makes him cool. I don't know. He he looked cool in the out of everybody in that commercial. They yeah, made him I mean, look the coolest. He looks, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, he's always going to have some legacy cool, but I don't know that John Travolta has been, I think he's been passive cool for longer than he's been active cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
Okay. If that makes sense. John Travolta, uh, cool emeritus. <laughs> there you go. That's correct. <laughs> when you All right, let's let's we we've talked enough. People Let's are... move on to just a few of the classics because I there's just one that I specifically want to mention because yes. I have a story with it. I want you to I want you to do it. Do you remember Mountain Dew Kickstarts Puppy Monkey Baby? <laughs> Vaguely. So it was it's a baby bottom with like a diaper and little baby legs. And then it's a monkey body with a tail and like the long arms and like a pug head. And it runs into a room and like slaps you and hands you a Mountain Dew kickstart. And I thought it was <laughs> hilarious. And I remember that year that was, I think, 2016. It was very divisive. Yeah. And who liked Puppy Monkey Baby? Who didn't? And I, I always worked at UDF on Mondays. So that next day I was there and I was working with my coworker. His name was Frank. And we were, we were going back and forth about it. And he's like, nah, man, it was creepy. And I was like, I loved it. So then I, I took out a little piece of paper and every person that came, that came by my cash register that I, that I checked out that day, I asked them puppy, monkey, baby, creepy or cool or something like that. And uh, unfortunately creepy one, but <laughs> I still like puppy, monkey, baby. This is the most um, chop story you've ever told. And I'm, I say, like, you've never, you've never told a, a story that was more chops than what you just told. <laughs> Especially I, like the, yeah, that's very like wrapping other people into my argument or what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's something I do. It's people okay. who don't want to be involved. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I'm right, and I want everyone to prove it. Um, so as I said, what do you think about a six day week? <laughs> That's still an episode we got to do. Um, <laughs> I think so. I said to you, like, I'll admit that watching the Super Bowl for the commercials is not a thing that I've been that I've done. So I had to do mm -hmm. a little research and then I had to have that moment where I go, oh, yeah, of course, that was a Super Bowl commercial. So I think it's worth talking about uh, a just honorable mention the uh, the 1984 Apple commercial where they you know okay. throw the hammer through the screen yeah. of John Hurt's face and then Wendy's where's the beef which that was originally a super bowl that commercial? was originally a super bowl commercial and uh, uh the, the you know Wendy's is a Columbus Ohio company so always love that right. i always liked the uh the e trade baby ones that they did that for a few years yeah where they like uh, it, it works better it worked better at the beginning once everything got into high definition like like editing people's mouths, you know, to make the baby look like it's talking. Right. The higher the definition, the creepier that looks. <laughs> when it's more standard definition, it was fine. Yeah. Uh, and then as a kid, I have to be honest, the GoDaddy ones intrigued me. Well, I had yeah. no idea what GoDaddy was, but <laughs> <laughs> they just put a bunch of good looking women in. Uh, okay. Yeah. This works. Yeah. Oh, uh, duh. For me, the it's got to be the, the Volkswagen Force commercial with the kid dressed like Darth Vader. <laughs> That How can I forget? One. Yeah. And then he looks at his hands at the end. Yeah. I drive a Volkswagen and I love Star Wars. What is there not to love? <laughs> well, I think that wraps it up. Thank you for taking this uh, walk down Super Bowl memory lane with us. And hopefully, as as Chop said, like, let us know. Did we miss? Uh, we were fairly thorough, but did we miss uh, a commercial that you really liked? Or did we have the wrong call? Maybe you love Bruce Springsteen and Jeep in connection. Um let us know by reaching out to us on Twitter. You can find us at nerd underscore asoc, N-E-R-D underscore A-S-S-O-C. You can also reach out to us via email, nerdasoc at gmail.com. 
you could come on and be one of our nerds. We want to have you on and talk about the things you want to talk about, the things you're passionate about. Once again, thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you next week.